Fallen! You gotta stop looking back. When you get looking back, is a stiff neck. Listen, there's only one flavor to a margarita, and it ain't strawberry. You know, find social groups, hang out with like-minded people. We're gonna talk about whatever the fuck we wanna talk about. How's that? Have you ever had a corned beef taco with mustard? All right, all right. Everybody take a knee, drink some water. I know you all want to get the fuck out of here, so let's get this show started. All right, in three, two, I mean, ten, nine, How many eight, fingers do you need to seven, do this? Jesus six, Christ. Five, cuatro. Hey, is this tres, the episode with our dos, new intro or no? Who no? No, we don't have a new we intro. We don't have yet. a new intro. Not I thought yet. we were going to. You've been telling all the, the listeners that you got all these great one liners from the couple episodes ago so i was just wondering from the we have a lot from the of royal from, wedding right from all or the, the memorial day episode one of those fucking episodes it was the same one we were it was two weeks before memorial day but um we're gonna be getting a bunch more uh, next week when we do the veterans night four i guarantee it so uh i'm still collecting more um more little clips one-liners it's called sound in the business sound bites yes how was your memorial day anyway would you do anything good i cried you cried? Why'd you cry? For they, everybody. They ran, they ran out of hamburgers at your barbecue Every. or something? <laughs> there was no more tater salad when you showed up? And they're like, Mario, it's okay. If your brothers were here, they don't want to see you cry. And you're like, I'm, I'm mad at taters, no, man. Bro- what those, brothers? Fuck those guys. I'm mad at the taters. Who doesn't make enough tater tot salad? Tater tot? Tater, tater tot salad? Whoa. That yeah. sounds like... I well, think I just made something up. I think so. Tater tot salad. You heard it here first. If anybody tries to do that, Mario came up with it on his own. That was actually his stomach talking. Tater salad. I know. My my stomach sometimes tells me weird things and I come up with them. So, um, no, it was actually fun, man. I, um, I, I'm i joking around about the crying, obviously. A lot of people celebrate different ways. Uh, I don't like to complain. I don't like to um, uh, be sad on Memorial Day. Uh, I think it's a day to celebrate. I think it's a day to have fun. Uh, because if our brothers and sisters, you know, the ones that gave their lives would be here, that's what they'd want to do. And that's what they'd want us to do, you know. Um, you know, and, and that's the thing, man. I appreciate anybody who stops and pays their respects on that day and remembers, you know, why we have the day. But you're absolutely right. I mean, I know me personally, if I wasn't here around, you know, I wouldn't want anybody crying over me. I'd want them drinking a beer, slamming some whiskey and you know, telling funny stories about all the dumb shit I did. And eating tater tot salad. Yeah, you heard that here first. So, Tamara, if you're listening, put that on my wheel. I want a bowl of tater tot salad for the people at my funeral. <laughs> that better be good. I'm going to be at your funeral just for the tater. And then if you, if you see me cry, it ain't for Abe. It's going it's to be because the tater tot salad ran out. <laughs> Jesus. So overall, I had fun. Um, I did actually go in the morning. I had, there's a lot of stuff going on that weekend, but uh, I went to... Um, yeah, you were pretty busy. Why don't you tell us about that, Mario? I went in the morning to uh, Rush Club, which is a um, it's a human performance center. Um, like it's a with, gym. Does it have fluffers? Like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I didn't ask. What kind get of that. lighting do you use? I didn't get into that, that detail. Is there a black couch? No, no, no couch. There's no black couch no, you got to try not, out on? It's not one of those places, no. But it is a performance center. It is a human performance center. It is a gym, basically. Uh, oh, I, I'll okay. say it's like CrossFit, but, you know, you can't call it CrossFit because, you know, that's that's copyrighted or whatever. So, But it is a, is a great gym. It is uh, run by a good friend of ours and uh, A.J. Richards. He's also a veteran himself, so it's a very veteran-friendly uh, first responder, law enforcement officers. The whole community is really welcome there. And on Memor- Memorial Day... 
they do the Murf Challenge. Uh, I actually wrote a story, so if you guys want to go into Fallen 360, read up about that. Uh, it went on to a what Heroes a, Media Group as well. So. What is the Murf Challenge? Is that like football, like Nerf football? It is not the Nerf Challenge. It is the Murf Challenge. Oh, I challenge. thought it, would sound, it sounded cooler for a like maybe those Nerf guns or some type now, of sporting event. Now you've actually come up with something yourself. I came up with Tater Tot Salad. You came up with a Nerf Challenge. I, so, I would actually enjoy both of those things at the same time. But the Murph Challenge is actually... Um, salad Nerf Challenge. Imagine that on a hot summer day. <laughs> Whoa. I, you know what? you got to stay hydrated for that. So oh, yeah. what is the Murph Challenge? So the Murph Challenge is based on the uh, workout that Lieutenant uh, Michael Murphy, who was a Navy SEAL, also a Medal of Honor recipient, um, apparently he used to do this workout all the time. And so, it consists uh, of a one-mile run. Lieutenant Murphy, is he the guy that killed bin Laden? He is not the guy that killed bin Laden. Not did he, all did he write seals. a book? He did not, uh, but many books have been written about him, including a movie, The Lone Survivor. The, okay, the, so he's the lone survivor? He is not the lone survivor. He is a Medal of Honor recipient. He actually passed away in Afghanistan. Oh, okay. uh, he got the Medal of Honor because he... Um, he saved his, uh, the, at least the, the one guy, right? Uh, Marcus Luttrell. Marcus Luttrell. Was not Mark Wahlberg. Who is the lone survivor, right? Mark Wahlberg. He, say, he rescued Mark Wahlberg. You so see what I'm doing with, is, with my little comments here is I'm forcing Mario to give us all the details that you want. No, no, no. You're he's, being he's a, just skipping over. You are being a dick. That's because he thinks that all of you guys are high-speed veterans. doesn't realize that there's actually like two civilians that listen to this show. So for you guys, you're welcome. So now that we know who Lieutenant Murphy Wait, is. Wait, not everybody knows this stuff? All right, so let me no, start no. over. All right, all right. Just like people didn't know can, that it, what me, Memorial Day was. Let me see if I can do this again. So Memorial Day is not the same as Veterans Day. Memorial Day is where we celebrate the folks, the heroes that passed away Like Lieutenant Murphy. On Memorial Day... We do the Murph Challenge, which is a workout based on what Lieutenant Murphy did, who is a Medal of Honor recipient, died in combat for our sins, and uh, returned in three days. Wait, now I'm getting... He's he's combat Jesus. He returned in three days to tell us... Yeah, no, for for our forgiveness. (laughs) You're fucked now, dude. (laughs) No, honestly... So what is the Murph? Get into it. Let me tell you guys real quick, though, about if you want to learn about uh, um, Lieutenant (laughs) Michael Murphy, uh, why don't you tell us about that? Uh, you, you little dog, you. Tell us about Lieutenant Murphy. Anyways, go see the Murph the Protector. It's a documentary on him. That is a great documentary. Um, so if you guys don't know about this, whether you're veterans or civilians or whatever, go watch that documentary, and it will fucking change you. And like, where can we find this documentary? Anywhere, man. Go is it on, on Netflix go or online. Hulu? Or? You know what? Google that motherfucker. I'm I tired bet of, Amazon has I'm it. I'm tired of telling everybody what to do, where to go, what website, what this, what that. Google it. It's easy. Everybody can find it. Google that motherfucker. So anyways, the Murph challenge itself. So you were at Rush Club doing the Murph. How many I people were there? I was you, not wait, doing you did, it. You were Murphless? No, I was writing the story and taking pictures. Oh, okay. So <laughs> I did it two years ago, though. Okay, so you have done it. It's no. a, yes, I have done it, uh, and, I, and, I, and I was inspired, <laughs> and I do want to prepare for that and do it next year. Uh, it is a mile run. Followed by, in the next piece, you can break them down, but you can do them in whatever order. But it is 100 pull-ups, 200 push-ups, and 300 squats. Then you finish with another mile. So it's pretty fucking intense. Sounds awful. Apparently, he used to do these like once a week, and it was his favorite workout, which is why they named it. Now, the CrossFit Games, if you're not into the CrossFit Games, but once a year, they get the best CrossFitters across the world. They have now incorporated the Murph Challenge into one of their workouts. So it's pretty intense. 
and those guys, the professional CrossFitters, um, they'll tell you it's one of the toughest ones they've ever done. Oh, by the way, just in case you didn't get enough of that workout, you have to also do it in the 20-pound vest if you really want to consider it being the, the original Murph Challenge. So. so that sounds like a lot of shit to do. I mean, I think if you added up the total of all those exercises through basic, that that's probably what I did the entire, you know, basic training. Like, that was my total <laughs> at the end. So when I graduated went to AIT, they're like, how many push-ups did you do? 200. 200. <laughs> how many squats? He did 300, and he ran two all miles. All together. Yeah. All together. Right? And total pull-ups. Yeah. Like, yeah, maybe. Maybe. Right? Actually, probably like 98. Yeah. <laughs> I, I cheated on the last two. Drill sergeant didn't count those. So this was an event. At Rush Club, they have a bunch of people there. Were they um, giving away prizes or raising money or anything? No, or was it they, just a community getting it together? It was a community getting together. Um, they, Like I said, Rush Club really is a community event, community gym. And so the civilians that don't know the background uh, of the MERV Challenge or Memorial Day um, or even just veteran culture itself, this is a great way for them to, um, to understand it why they're doing what they're doing um and it's not about competition it's not about who finishes first or not this is about just getting through it together uh and they so they really learn that camaraderie so i interviewed a few civilians who who before this didn't quite understand it and so they they really um enjoy that culture and they understand it better now and they're very thankful for it so it's it's a really cool thing to see it's a really cool thing to be a part of and if you're not in shape or 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 you don't think you, you can do it um, you know, just go out there and even give it a try, um, especially on Memorial Day, because then you really feel that spirit. Um, it's all right. Like, you know, they won't let you, you know, they won't let you quit and they won't let you get hurt either. You know, it's, it's about the spirit really more than anything. But I encourage you guys to, you know, try it out. Um, but I would say try to get at least a little bit in shape before you try is it there out. A, so is there a pizza? They actually had burgers and hot dogs afterwards and is all that- kinds of uh unhealthy food because after that man you can eat whatever you want so you earned it right sounds fun but um no purple and yellow no no lurk zones is that no judgment zones no judgment zone no it wasn't like one of those things. no lunking no lunks no no man it was just like get it done and just fucking go well that sounds fun i'm glad you went there but i think the audience really would have liked to see pictures of you actually doing it yeah i'll show them from two years ago if they want to see those maybe we ought to start training now so next year we would be able to do half of it? Yeah. I guarantee you could do all of it, man. I don't you think I could do, do the pull-ups, to be honest with you, because I'm just lazy. Like, the squats, the run, the well, push-ups I you, could do. You can do assisted pull-ups, too, man. They yeah, well, the, nobody wants to use that rubber band yeah, thing. Well, they, Besides, my fat ass would break it, and then it'd be like, <laughs> wow, now no one gets to assist. Hey, listen, if I can do it, you can do it. <laughs> I don't know, man. You were like 40 pounds lighter two years ago, so... Uh, yeah, that's true. I, I think that's still, I was still 40 pounds heavier than you, though. <laughs> Even at 40 pounds lighter, man. You know what, man? It's just all about mindset. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it is. You got to, like, we, if we're going to do it, we got to get hardcore. So we, we gotta start wearing our fucking Cobra Kai t-shirts and let everybody know we're not fucking around. Oh, Cobra Kai. You want to get into that? So can I tell you a quick story before we get in there? I know you love my stories. All You've right. got 30 seconds. You Go. shook your head yes, so that means yes. So, two years ago when I did this, the Merv Challenge, um, we were actually driving down to El Paso. That's where my family is. My brother was graduating. And um, um, I was questioning whether I should do it that morning before we drive down. It's a six-hour drive down to El Paso. Or if I should do it in El Paso. Or if I should do it when I come back. Memorial Day was going to be in El Paso. I believe it was going to be on a Saturday or a Friday that day, whatever it was. And um, that morning... I woke up pretty early, and um, 
that that um, DVD of that uh, documentary that I talked about, the Murph, the Protector, was in my TV because I had one of those TVs that has the DVD player built into it on the side. Literally, the DVD popped out from the side of the TV and it fell on the ground. No fucking joke. And so I looked at it and I'm like, holy shit. And I looked, it was the DVD of Murph the Protector. So I was like, I think this is trying to tell me to fucking do the workout right now. So I literally, I went to the gym, I picked the spot, I did it by myself, you know, because I was going to try to look for a gym in El Paso. I'm sure they, they have gyms there that people do it together. Uh, you can do it by yourself, you can do whatever. You can also sign up online uh, and you can uh, buy a shirt or a hat or do whatever and then you can do it on your own, time yourself, put the time up there as well, which is what I had done, but then you can go somewhere to a gym and do it with people. So because of that, I was like, you know what, let's get this shit done. So I did it by myself, it was really cool, I felt really great, except for about three hours into the drive to El Paso when we stopped for gas uh, at the thing, somewhere around there. Uh, I get down and my fucking, I almost did a face plant because my legs were like fucking uh, jello because of the fucking workout. That, those two miles and those 300 uh, squats, man, I'm telling you. So after that, I couldn't even drive after that. Like my legs were just done. So my trip to El Paso, you know, while it was a fun trip, man, I spent most of it just icing my legs and, and stretching out, man. So that was my experience. So anyways. Great story. I thought that was really cool, especially Thanks with for sharing. Murph the Protector watching over us and just saying, motherfucker, you better get this shit done. Actually, he's looking at you right now going, next time you fucking tell a story about my event, it better be better than that. No, no. I thought that was a very personal yeah, very, oh, very I did the Murph, and my legs were sore, and I went to a shitty gas station between Arizona and New Mexico. Hey, don't you talk about the thing like that. It's a fucking dump, first don't of all. Don't you talk about the thing like that. If you ever find yourself driving down I-10, and you're cruising through Arizona on your way to New Mexico or to California or whatever, just avoid the thing. First of all, gas is an extra no. 65 cents a gallon there. Stop and watch They got the a thing. shitty Dairy Queen. And last time we went, the thing was closed, but no. Mario cried so hard, they let him go look in the back. It's a mummy. It's a tiny Don't baby tell mummy. Them. It's not even. It looks. I'm, it looks like a fucking monkey. It's not a baby. I don't know why you keep saying that. It looks like a monkey. It's a. It's a lady with her baby. It's a monkey. It's a Native American. Oh, I can't say monkey, right? Because that's racist. Oh, we got so many things to get into. You talked about the Karate Kid. And I that lady about, was. So what you're saying that lady was a cross between um, the Muslim Brotherhood and a monkey, right? Which one? The one at the thing? Yeah. I don't know. Could have been. Hey, so. That's racist. Apparently, though. you're talking about what Roseanne said over the weekend or over the week, whenever it was, a few days ago. She was asleep when she said it, though, apparently. How do you feel about that? I think she's stupid and it's racist. And, you know, this isn't a situation where. She said where she was you, on ambient. Yeah. That, and she, drinking or whatever. Right? Yeah. Well, you know what? Fuck you. I, if, if, it doesn't matter. If I got a bottle of whiskey in front of me and I get hammered and I say something racist, guess what? I said something racist. And uh, the CEO of Ambient actually responded, and he told her, he's like, hey, one of the side effects from Ambient is not racism. She, yeah, I thought that was actually kind of funny. You know, funny. people forget back in the day, she was an edgy comic, and, like, she had that whole scandal with uh, National Anthem where she grabbed her crotch and spit trying to make, you know, a joke. So it's not her first time, you know, doing something that's bad and not funny at all. I'm sure she thought that someone would laugh, but then realized quickly that it was, like, extremely racist and it's inappropriate, right? And so you, she got fucked, man. She deserved it. But she, should her show have been canceled? You know what? No one will... Like, honestly, how can you say that the show could go on? If Just think about it from different perspectives, right? So, first of all, Wanda Sykes was like, I'm out. She's quitting, right? Yeah, she was the producer on and it. Then, but she said worse things. Well, though. yeah, but that still don't make it right. No, it doesn't. Two wrongs don't make a right, Mario. 
But sometimes it does. Her other castmates, I mean, think about the whether or not they agree with her or disagree with her, they're putting themselves in risk by associating with her. So let's say for a second that I'm a racist piece of shit. Hey, I associate like, myself with you all the time. And you know what? You're putting yourself at risk to be... But your your reputation a, could be damaged. No, it can't because I'm my own man. You're your own well, man. Well, see, that's man. the thing. I like, can take care people of myself. Can, uh, people can say, hey, the, the, name you, the company you keep is the name you carry. So if I work on that show and I don't come out against what Roseanne said, then I have run the risk, especially in Hollywood, of being labeled a racist right along with her. So there's no way the show, even if Fox stepped in tomorrow and said, don't worry, Roseanne, we'll pick it up. No one's going to want to be on the show with her anymore. No, you know why they will want to be on the show? You're acting as if people in Hollywood actually have morals. You know what they care about? 20 motherfucking view, twenty million viewers a week? Well, clearly they 30 don't. 30 million, 50 million? Because ABC canceled it. And well, ABC canceled it. It cost them a lot of money, too. It's not like they just canceled it and said, okay... We're just not going to show it. Like they, they have to pay. There's contracts that have to be paid. I, I think that was weird. There's actually, millions of dollars they're losing, but they took a stand against it. You know. Yeah, and, 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 I'm, and I'm glad. I like. I get it. I, I, I agree that it was slightly racist. Um, if you believe what she said, she said she didn't know that she happened to be black. Um, if you look at the picture, she was referring to that one lady. <laughs> yeah, from the original. that's not a that's not an excuse either. No, you're right. You're right. I'm just saying. I'm playing devil's advocate, right? So I'm playing devil's advocate. She said she was on, uh, (laughs) she was drunk and she was on Ambient and she had an excuse, right? My point is, um, she apologized. She, she had this excuse. You know, I think that there's other people who've said more racist things and never apologized and said, no, that's exactly what I meant. And their reputation wasn't ruined by the media or anybody else. Um, that's my point, right? And so how do you determine that? Because she apologized and said, I didn't mean to. Now, a lot of people are going to say, no, you kind of did. Um, sometimes when you're drunk or when you're on drugs or whatever, you know, the or truth racist. comes out. Eh, maybe she is racist, right? My point is they, they jumped the gun, I think, for a show that was so popular and that was showing what real America is because it was. Have you seen the show? I saw the show. I know what the show is. And it's you true, know, man. I That's what happens in the in, I didn't like it back homes. then, and I, and I definitely didn't like it nowadays. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to watch it back then because I grew up on a very... Um, because yeah, they didn't Catholic. have electricity in Juarez. That's no, why. that's one thing. But uh, when I was at my aunt's house, they were super Catholic and super strict. And so they fucking never let me watch that. You know what else? They didn't let me watch that? Or or um, uh, Al Bundy. What was that? Uh, love and Marriage. Married with Children. Married with Children. I couldn't watch those shows. But I loved watching it because I loved watching the... Uh, the, the ladies, the ladies with the boobs sticking out and everything else. Oh, you Al, like, Al Peg, Bundy. like Peg Bundy oh, and I like Peg Christina Bundy. Applegate. And all the other girls. He always had hot chicks going on there trying on, uh, trying on shoes and stuff like that. Al Bundy was the man. Anyways, I think those shows are what... Al Bundy would be on hashtag Me Too right now if that show oh was still Oh my god, up. Al Bundy was funny as fuck though. Anyways, my point is that, I don't know, I'm, I'm trying to play devil's advocate. And I'm also trying to be logical here. There's a lot of things that go on in this world, and especially in Hollywood and in this country, where it's okay for someone to say one thing because the media or whoever, the powers that be, are okay with that, or that's what their beliefs are. So they'll be like, okay, look, we'll forgive you. But we won't forgive this. So I don't know. It to me, 
if you got you know 50 million people following you or watching you that means something right uh i'm not trying to say that it's okay to be racist i'm not saying it's okay to say those kind of things i'm glad that america's finally taking a stand i'm glad that that hollywood is taking a stand against all that shit but the reality is that hollywood's only doing it because of the money Back in the day, they would have never done that. Hollywood doesn't care about race, sex, or anything. They're not here to protect anyone. Let's just be realistic. Let's not act like Hollywood is protecting anybody, right? Um, they're there to protect their image, number one. If it was okay right now to be racist, Hollywood would be racist. Just saying that. If there was money to be made in being sexist, like back in the day when you could do whatever you wanted to, if you were a man in charge, you could do whatever you could, whatever you wanted to with the women. Um, well, you know, the whole it. thing and is, and they did. Right? You have a point. But now they, it's they, not, so. they really don't give a shit. They don't. And just like, here's two things. One, I don't want to hear your not you specifically, Mario, but I don't want to hear you your argument saying, "Oh, well, Wanda Sykes is a racist too," and Oprah said racist things. You know what? It doesn't give a shit. Okay, whether or not they said these things or not doesn't make what Roseanne did right. And the other thing too is, you know. The only one of the biggest reasons besides the fact that she is what she said was wrong that they're going after is because of her association with Trump. If she had a buddy buddy relationship with Barack Obama or any other president that's not named Trump, then they would have. I'm not saying they wouldn't have canceled the show, but they would not nearly be up in arms about it, you know. And for me personally, I just look at this whole situation. It's a shit show. And she's going to get crucified for what she did. And that's on her because at the end of the day, she should have just kept her fucking mouth shut. You know, but everybody that's acting all emotional over it and like offended. No, you're not. No, you're not. If you're really offended by it, you're more offended because of her relationship with Trump than what she really did. And especially Hollywood. I mean, when was the last time Hollywood ever did anything besides entertain us for an hour and a half? They, right. they don't. They don't do shit. Now, let me ask you this. You're talking about the people that are offended as far as what she said or on, on both ends, like the people that I'm are offended that she got. i both sides. So if you're offended by what she said, okay, and you're in Hollywood, in reality, you're like I said, I, I'm suspect. I think you don't give a shit about what she said. I think that you give a shit about she's friends with Trump. And I if you're agree. the opposite side going, oh, well, there's a double standard. Again, shut the fuck up. You're trying to defend a racist by saying, oh, well, there's other racists too. Why should, you know, you're trying to give her a free pass because somebody else got a pass. I'll tell you right now, to me, if you and I were both like, I don't know, man, if we were both bad dudes, let's say we're both murderers and you murdered somebody and then you got acquitted or something and, or you didn't, you just got away with it, you know, like. It's a it's a bitch idea, bitch fucking blue falcon move on my end to think, well, it's not fair. I killed somebody, but Mario got away with it. That doesn't make any sense, you know? Just yeah, like, I agree. It's like Kobe and Shaq. Kobe got busted, sleep, you know, messing around on his wife, and what was his defense? Oh, well, Shaq sleeps around on his wife all the time too. It just makes you look like a fucking moron and a piece of shit. So I love how you, bef- yeah. I love how you brought that yeah. in. Before you run around saying like, oh, well, so-and-so is racist too. Where's the double standard? Just stop for a second and think. You're defending a fucking racist. You're not defending a, com- a comedian who may have said something a little bit, you know, edgy. Like, you know, Michelle Wolf, right? People got all mad at her. But, you know, and that's a good example. When she was on the, the press dinner or whatever, right. she, she, you know, she went after Huckabee a little bit or whatever, right? But she wasn't racist. She wasn't calling people monkeys and all this other shit, like this horrible racist shit. And so, it was kind of expected at that time to do that, right? It was yeah, almost a, you know, it's and kind so, of a roast dinner. Yeah, on that, it's like, you know what, have some thick skin. And then whether or not you thought Michelle Wolf was funny, great. Have your own opinion, right? But, but for you now 
to come out in defense of Roseanne Barr. Like, she did something that's defensible. You're a fucking moron. And you know what? You're probably racist, too. Plus, she was uh, performing. I think any time a comedian's performing, I mean, all, all uh, gloves are off, right? Right. So, but um, I will say this, man. I, I'm not defending uh, Roseanne, but I do want to speak on the side of the people that are pissed, um, especially myself. I'm pissed off at the hypocrisy. That's what I'll say. Uh, I'm not defending one over the other. I don't think it's it's right for her to say that. I don't think it's right for someone to be racist and then someone else to be racist, but they get away with it because their buddy runs the, 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 the TV station or the, the whole company or whatever it is, right? Uh, or they belong to a certain organization that they're okay with you saying it, but this other organization is not. It doesn't matter. My point is I get pissed off at the... Uh, the unfairness, I guess, and that's always been my so stance. So you want you want, you're searching been. for equal opportunity racism, man? If you know what, I, I would be. I just okay want with all that. races to be yes equal. You guys ever watched Blazing Saddles? I love that. movie. Come man. on, man! Who doesn't? You guys are going to tell me now that you don't like that movie? That means you guys don't like the Jews because guess who who made it? Who directed it? First of all, that's let's just stop me. for a second, and I'm going to go ahead and let everybody know that. Um, if you need to reach out to Mario directly, you can do so by messaging the page. <laughs> um, I don't know what the Jews have to do with, with Roseanne. And basically, I'm talking about the blazing sound. I'm going to allow you to continue, but just know, player, you're going this one alone. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm, um, I'm, I'll, yeah. Listen, man, equal, equal racism or equal non-racism. It doesn't matter. Just equality. Now, That's if we were talking is. about the government... Then and I'm joking, obviously. Not, not being real racist. I'm talking about the joking, the kidding. Like, back in the day, um, you know, uh, people could say whatever they wanted to as far as um, whether they were joking or not. And if you were offended, then you were offended and you did something about it. Uh, but everybody's complaining about this and this might be racist. And I feel like this offends me. And it's not even all racism, right? Uh, I'm saying if you were racist and you did something wrong and you got caught and your ratings went down, then your ratings went down and then they canceled your show because your ratings sucked. Uh, now everything that everybody reacts to, the first fucking thing is let's just cancel this and we're never going to hear from this person again. So I'm not by any means defending racism. I'm just saying have a little bit thicker skin and let people say what they got to say right we have um we have uh um freedom uh to say whatever the fuck we want to say basically you have let the you, people you decide have, you have freedom to fucking say shit but you, you also, also have, have freedom, freedom to, to deal, not buy their shit but you have freedom to deal with the consequences of your actions exactly too. exactly so you're getting what i'm look what i'm trying to say is if you don't like her show don't fucking watch her show and guess what enough people don't watch her show It'll get canceled on its own anyways. Just like if you don't like a certain place because they have the, the um, what uh, fucking uh, racist comment or they have a guy that, that you might suspect is a little bit racist or maybe they have the, uh, what's the, uh, the, the southern flag? Confederate, Confederate flag. Confederate fucking Stars flag. and bars. And if you ask the right person, and that's, if they have that's it, heritage, not hate. Right. And whatever. It doesn't matter. And if you don't like that place that has that flag up, then don't go buy there. Don't go shop there. That's fine. Let the economy take care of itself. And, right? you know, just to touch on what you're saying, too, if you really are pissed off about the hypocrisy that she's being, you know, punished for what she said and others are getting away, you know, just remember, we're talking about Hollywood. We're not talking about the government. We're not talking about some organization that is of the people, by the people, for the purpose of serving the people. This is a bunch of fucking people who get paid to make believe for a living. At the end of the day... Yeah. They're, they're actors, they're storytellers, they're entertainers. 
And so I just want to address that to the people that are really fucking losing their shit that Roseanne got fired and like someone like Wanda Sykes hasn't, you know? This is Hollywood. It's make-believe. It's not real life. Yeah, and I guess not so much Hollywood is what pisses me off. I guess the, the, the people that are outraged about it, um, that's what gets me going. I'm yeah, like, you know on, what? Man. I agree, man. You're, you're cool in the gang. But I just anyway, don't want to see you lose your shit over it anymore because I know it's been keeping you up at night. It has. I don't know if it's that or the fucking Karate Kid. Hiya! Well, you know, it's funny because I've been hanging out with you for a while. I've never seen you drink a Coors Original until today. And it's coincident- and then Coors Light. Coincidentally, that's what Johnny was drinking all through the Karate Kid, the reboot. So if you guys don't know what we're talking about, then you guys are morons. Get off the show. Go Go down to the yourself. local store, get a can of Coors Original, drink don't. it out front, and then leg sweep the first motherfucker that looks at you sideways. Yeah, I'm kidding. Don't do that. If you don't know what we're talking about, let us explain. Um, Would you consider this like a documentary? Because I think it's kind of like a... a re- it? It's a documentary. It's like, you know what it reminds me of? Like an expose. This is what really happened. I think so. I, um, why don't you explain to them exactly what we're talking about for those that don't know? So, for those of you that don't know, YouTube has a channel called YouTube Red. And apparently they don't make shit. But they made a series called Cobra Kai. And it's the, I guess, the sequel to the movie Karate Kid. Like, not like one, two, or three. But this is fast forward. They're grown-ups. They've got families. They've got children. And um, we kind of pick up the story where the protagonist, well, in the initial story, Danielson was the protagonist. And Johnny was the antagonist. But now they tell a story and the roles are reversed to a certain degree. And so just, I mean, if you're like me, I always was cheering for Johnny anyway because LaRusso was a bitch, right? But now you're starting to see the story from his eyes. And it's really kind of revealing. It really makes you think twice about the original story. You know, that's why I said it's like an expose behind the scenes. You know that a few years ago, maybe like one or two years ago, they did a video... It was kind of a funny. Um, it was like a spoof, comedy, right? yeah, yeah. Where they did, uh, they showed how Johnny was actually the good guy, and that you know uh, Larusso was the bad guy, and he had come in, and you know, yeah, he t- he's a homewrecker. He's the homewrecker, basically. <laughs> he took advantage. He stole the girl, and he was a little bitch, and he's the one who threw the first punch and all that shit, right? He did. And, uh, and not it was only, funny. Not only it was that, funny. He, he won the tournament with an illegal fucking right. kick to the face. It, and that's the funny part. It's actually made a lot of people think. Even people who were looking or voting for going for LaRusso, like myself. I always thought, you know, I, I, I came from, uh, obviously, Mexico. So when I came here, I believed all that Hollywood bullshit, you know. Everything they told me I was like, yeah, this is the way it's supposed to be. I learned English from watching fucking Chips and Bonanza and fucking uh By the way, Chips TV was shows. a great show because, you know, they, they portrayed Poncharello. As a, in a positive light, he was, he was a badass. Dude. He was a Vietnam vet. Was he? He's one of the most positively portrayed Vietnam vets ever. Wait, are you serious? Poncharello, the character, serious, was man. a Vietnam vet. He was a Vietnam vet. I gotta go look into yeah, that now. Check it out, bro. Oh, him so, and Magnum PI too. Magnum PI and all. So my grandpa used to watch. That's how I learned English. So I learned that was the culture. So I thought, okay, this is how you become a good guy. This is the bully. This is the yeah. good person. So I always believed that Larusa was the good guy. That piece of shit squirted him. <laughs> well, Johnny was trying to roll a joint. You're right. In the bathroom, he wouldn't fuck he it with nobody. Son of a bitch just chilling, ruined his weed, and then gets pissed off because he gets his ass whooped. And then, not only that, right? So <laughs> they corner him and they start beating the hell out of him, right? And then what happens? 
than this. A goddamn former foe of the United States. A person who no, no, took no. up... Mr. Miyagi took up arms against the United no, States didn't. in he, World War II. No, he didn't. He was a Japanese soldier no, fighting wasn't. in Okinawa. He was American. No, he wasn't. He had a purple heart. No, read it from the Japs. He's a goddamn... How, com- did, it, how did it look like ours? Because they, they, they fucking copy everything. We need to look into yeah, that. Yeah, do some research. I don't know. He wasn't an American soldier. If he was in America, he would have been put in a tournament camp because that's what they did no, with the No, but he was a, 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 a soldier. He either went to war or... He was a Japanese soldier. Okay, we'll look into that. In Okinawa. So, yeah. Anyways. Anyway, this old man beat Who's the shit out belt, of a bunch way, of kids, right? like a trained killer. Either way, it was a trained killer. Attacked we some can agree high school on that. kids. Yeah. So then, um, uh, anyways, so that was that little spoof thing that they did. And I think people, enough people bought into it and people liked it that they decided to, um, to make a whole TV show on it, right? So now mm-hmm. YouTube Red has this show. How many uh, episodes? I think there's like 10, 10 episodes, yeah, 10. right? Uh, so if you haven't seen it, go check it out, man, because they really do portray Johnny kind of like from a different light and showing, hey, man, this guy wasn't as bad as you thought. And if he was, it was because of, I'm not going to, you know, talk about the whole show. I'm not going to give out any um, any information. Oh, look, you were right, man. I just fucking Googled See, this I shit. I told you. So <laughs> they fucking doctor this some bitch up. Listen to this, dude. He's like... This is impressive. So this is his uh, this is his fictitious bio. Okay. All right. So he arrived in L.A., went to uh, California, Santa Barbara. Yeah. He was married, and then he was put in an internment camp. Oh, he was. Look yeah. at that. Near um, that was the onset of World War II. During this time, he joined the U.S. Army. He got the Medal of Honor. Oh. He, he was did. a member of the 442nd Regimental Combat Team. Historically, one of the most highly decorated regiments in the history of the United States Armed Forces, including 21 Medal of Honor recipients. So, in other words, he wasn't that special. <laughs> you know? Yeah, he... Uh, okay. Um, during his service, Mrs. Miyagi and their newborn son died in the internment camp due to complications. Oh, that's right. I did yeah. hear that, yes. Yeah. I, don't, I didn't know when, but I knew But it says died. what he did between the war and the f- time that he met Daniel-san, and no one knows. But here's his decorations, right? Well, he collected cars. So he got the Medal of Honor, Silver Star, Bronze Medal, Army Commendation Medal, Purple Heart yeah. with Bronze Oak Leaf Cluster. That he means... got Presidential Unit Citation, Army Good Conduct Medal. Anybody who gets that sucks. That means American he has campaign more than three. Medal. Yeah, European, African. He fought in every fucking part of the war. World War II Victory Medal. See? Combat Infantry. Oh, he was a he was a grunt. You, you were trying to take away his fucking it's valor. It's bullshit. You were trying to take away his valor. Anyway... So you're telling me... So you're telling me now that, that this you're going like, you, yeah. I'm still right, though, because yeah, check it out. Yeah. This trained motherfucker, <laughs> this, this assassin... Medal of Honor. This badass... He probably had post-traumatic stress. He beat the shit out of a bunch of 15-year-olds. He probably was. <laughs> Mr. Miyagi was wigging out. He saw the round eyes jumping Danielson and he just... Never, he never actually cared about Danielson. Yeah. He just wanted to kick some ass. Exactly. <laughs> He thought he was back in the in the Africa campaign killing krauts. Banzai. He's all fucking drunk on sake wine that Banzai. night too. So you have a you have a you know, and I mean he's a vet, so I'll give him a little bit of a pass. But you're trying to tell me that he's not the bully. Danielson's not the bully. Oh man, that's fucking hilarious. I mean, didn't you, didn't you remember like Danielson? You know they. This guy, man, he just he he couldn't fucking just figure it out, man. Just shut the fuck up just and go shut, away. Yeah, you're right. Just do your thing. Just stay, lay low. You're the new guy, right? No. So I, normally I would be against. Yeah, I don't you know on about this, you, man. But you I'm kind of with you. If you if you were out in public tomorrow and you saw a dude like arguing with his old lady, I mean, unless he's like kicking the shit out of her, right? He's let people be, right? Let it be. Hey, listen. What Daniel, kind of scumbag goes? Oh man, they have some problems. And she's got a nice booty. Let me go talk to her. Well, I mean, I might do that. 
Listen, Daniel LaRusso came from the East Coast yeah, from to the West Jersey. Coast. Jersey. Right? And so he had a hard time adapting. And so he fought his way through, right? Listen, motherfucker. No, he started a bunch of shit. I came, from another, I came from another country. You know how I survived? By keeping my fucking head down and looking at everything and well, listening. you are Mexican, so if you caused trouble, they would have just sent you home. So it's kind I, of a different story. I started trouble years later, but I had to wait and fucking... Get all that know, paperwork situated first. Get all that paperwork situated and make sure it was all good. Then I had to integrate and I, I fucking listened and I looked at everything. I didn't fucking open my mouth, man. But you that's, know, that's how you do it. Just, I don't just wanna... like prison. But no, not Johnny. No. I mean, not, uh, not LaRusso. LaRusso La had to fucking go start picking fights and going, I'm from fucking Brooklyn or whatever the fuck he's Newark. from. Newark. Newark. He wasn't even worse. good enough to go from, to be from Brooklyn. <laughs> I'm from the East Coast. See, he had that East Coast attitude, He was attitude, a whiny right? little bitch, dude. He had like, that East Coast He's a attitude. perfect example of this entitlement attitude. Like, oh... <laughs> I'm poor, but I deserve a hot white chick. And oh, I'm poor, I deserve this. And I, and then you watch like in the new one, he's all rich. His yeah, kids are right. complete scumbags. They're exactly what he would have. I don't been. want to spoil the show, but you know, watch the show. You'll love it. It's it's well written. And I tell you what, my favorite part was. This is the only spoiler I give you. Is that Johnny's at home drinking Coors Original, and he's watching Iron Eagle, and he's getting fucking <laughs> pumped up. He's getting pumped up watching my man, oh, man. watching Chappie Sinclair going. Dog, if you're hearing this message, <laughs> Chappie. things must be pretty bad. But you gotta fight, son. <laughs> do what you were born to do. It's great. Oh, that is. So dude, watch that shit. There's a ton of pieces like that in that movie. There's a ton of, of uh, little uh, uh, just parts that just nuggets of good, fun. It took humor. me right back to my childhood, man. Yeah, dude. All you need is a red Corvette or whatever the fuck. I had a red Firebird back then. I I was drinking Coors Original back then. I'm still drinking it. Oh, that's funny. But I'm going to go down to Wookiee-style tattoo over here in Ahwatukee. I'm going to get me a Cobra Kai tattoo, I think. Oh, man, on your chest? That would, I didn't even think of that. That'd be amazing. Coming up to your neck? It's like, yeah, just a big chest piece with Cobra. looks like it's popping out underneath my chin. And it'd just be like, sweep the leg. Hey, no cool, mercy. Cool rattlesnake, bro. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> You'll get it if you watch the show. Oh, yeah. Cobra K. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, check it out. So, uh, speaking Danielson. of uh, Coors, um, I want to give me another one because I'm thirsty. Well, you should, get, you should get yourself one. Um, what did I, I, I want to talk about something else. What did, I know what, what you want to talk about. What, you, responses? Did, did you, well, we guess we should do we that. We should probably do that. We probably haven't got there we yet. We keep so, forgetting. We got a new one this week, uh, Wookiee Style Tattoo here in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, they just opened up next to CK's Tavern and Grill, which uh, should be a sponsor. They got great food, great beer specials. But uh, Wookiee Style Tattoo um, is by the Wookiee family. That's what they go by. But it's a mom-and-pop shop, brand new. Uh, They have been tattooing for over 20 years combined. And they just opened up a new parlor right there off of Chandler Boulevard. And um, the cool thing about it is they have these specials every once in a while. They're running on the weekend. It's You get, for 20 bucks, you get 20 minutes. And they'll make a design for you and tattoo it. And if you can get it done in 20 minutes... 20 bucks out the door and they do great work so go by there and check them out and um let them know that the guys that fall in 360 podcast sent you there um moving on uh, once again i want to say thank you to the good guys over at the white trash brewery so for bringing back our our signature beer long leak malt liquor and low life lager we do appreciate it um matter of fact we'll be talking a little bit about drinking and stuff in sergeant's time today because it is getting hot and you got to be safe um, thank you also to Sushi Sonora. Continue to 
set new standards in Mexican Asian fusion. And um, fusion. Yeah, there you go. And who else? Is that it? I mean, we're running out of shit. Yeah, so we've just got the uh, uh, year-round patriot once again, uh, building you your favorite plaques and uh, uh, portraits, designs, paintings uh, for your man cave or your she shed. And remember, I don't want to work that hard, so I don't have a website, man. Just hit me up on Facebook. Uh, you can go through Fallen 360, or you can just go straight up to year-round patriot. Uh, let me know what you got, man. I got plenty of pictures up there. I can build you whatever you guys want, so... Uh, hit us up and then uh, I do want to give a shout out to um, Alpha Dog Firearms uh, a few uh, weeks ago we were at their their one year uh, anniversary event uh, that one was a great podcast we got to interview the the owner Tony um, I do want to bring him back though because he had a very interesting story I know we had to talk about the his um, his uh, his business and, and a little bit about himself how he got started but I think he can uh, bring a lot of uh, good information to uh, any kind of business owners that have any ideas out there I think he, he can bring some great info uh, so I want to definitely talk to him some more so if you're listening Tony uh, hit us up um, because we actually Abe and I were going to be coming up with a summertime schedule a lot of you guys have been wanting to listen or I'm, I'm sorry not listen but be on the podcast you all have a lot of great info we've met a lot of great people so we're going to be coming up with a, with a good schedule here for the summer so we can get these interviews uh, recorded and get you guys all that great info. We've got a lot of people writing in, too, Abe, um, saying uh, weird things like, we like your show. Yeah, we're starting to pick That's up odd. a lot of traction, too, not just in Arizona. And some people said we were very informative, which is, again, odd, but hey, we'll, we'll take, take it. it. Oh, look at that. Jeez. <laughs> Cheers. Now you got a shotgun that beer. <laughs> So, yeah, thank you to our sponsors for keeping us on the air. Um, if you're interested in sponsoring the show, just contact, context, contact us via the Facebook page. We're always looking for new opportunities. It's coming. We can help uh, promote your business and uh, help you reach out to your designated audience. But you know what is on my mind right now, Mario, that I really want to talk about? I just shot down that beer. I saw that. That was ridiculous. You should see his face. His eyes are all watered. He's, he's all old and shit now. He looks like he's going to fall over. So there's some weird shit going on. With? The, with fucking everything. So, you know, we already went over the, the whole Kanye Trump and the dragon spirit blood yeah, thing. Yeah, well, back. That was cool. Out. Out. Well, here's a headline. This is an actual headline in the Another New York Post. headline? This is a New York Post headline, right? All right. It says, Kim Thong-un meets Prez. Trump meets rump. <laughs> can you just based on that? Do you uh, can you figure out who met with the president? Well, Kim and rump. I'm assuming it's Kim K. Yes, it is Kim K. She went to the president to meet with the president. <sighs> yeah. And you know what? What do you think she went there to talk about? Uh, butts. Nope. Her purse line. Her new. Her new. No. She wants to open trade with Korea so she can do um, so she can have her stuff made over she there. She did not go there to help the president entice a free trade agreement with the Northern and South Koreans. Lap dance? No, it's even better. For him to watch her show. She, what she wanted to do was talk to the president about, of all things, prison and sentencing reform. Apparently, Kim, K, Kim huh? K is very concerned about the prison and justice system in America. You know what? I am too, though. Well, maybe you are. But I guarantee you don't understand why Kim is. Why is she? So there was a, a lady back in the day by the name of uh, Alice Maria Johnson. Okay. All right. So she was taking part in a cocaine ring. And by taking part, she was pretty much just a low-level dealer. She was trying to make money because her son had passed and she had just been divorced. And she was underwater. She was sentenced over 20 years ago. 
Yeah. To a life sentence. That's stupid. For traffic, for not even trafficking, just distribution, right? Yeah. So Kim K tweeted out, you know, this isn't fair. I mean, right? Earth shattering. I'd hate to fucking agree with her. Well, it's true. But I agree with her. So she is trying to lobby President Trump to get this woman pardoned under, you know, like, hey, she's been in 20 years already. She learned that she's a fucking grandmother, for Christ's sakes, now, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it was kind of weird. It threw, I'm not tell you this much. It threw me off, and I was like, wait, Kim Kardashian's doing something productive? She's helping somebody? And, you know, it, it kind of made me th- think a little bit. It's really sad that she's doing something great, right? And you and I are kind of joking around. This is an actual, this was a headline from the New York Post. Kim Thong-un, Trump meets rump, right? Yeah. I mean, you're talking about a woman who obviously is probably the most famous woman on the planet for all the wrong reasons. And they've defended her in the past for other shit. Right. And I'm sitting here thinking, like, you're doing something great, but the choices and decisions you have made, no one's taking you serious. See, once again. They described her as a modern female architect. Which to me is scary. So they're, they're trying to portray her as a modern businesswoman and these things and that she's an example for other ladies, right? But they call her that name? Yeah, but then they call her King Thong Un. Okay. So I mean, here, here's, what, here's what I'm saying, right? So is she successful? Yes. They work very hard and they have successful businesses, not just their reality show and their sex tapes, right? But here's what, I'm, what I keep driving at to me is like she is a perfect example of someone who's been given, gifted this, this platform. Yeah. And this is all she's done with it so far. She's trying to help this lady, yeah. which is cool. I give her credit instead of just sending out tweets and saying, oh, this is stupid. Or, she actually you know, met with the president. You yeah. know, she actually, unlike other people, was willing to go meet with someone who supposedly everybody hates and then have, you know, engage in discourse and talk about a topic that she really, you know, was passionate about for some reason. And, I, you know, I use this as a cautionary tale because she has this platform. She's been given a voice. And yet, if I told you her name, the first thing you'd think of is sex tape, Kanye, yep. and big asses. You know, and it's it's a goddamn shame that whatever message and crusade she's taking up now is forever going to be tainted by the shit that she did with Ray J. You know, and I guarantee you this much: that whole family is all about the the spotlight, and they're all about you know publicity and promoting brands and things like that. And now here you are in a situation where they're starting to use it for good. And it's not even being taken serious. I mean, who knows what Donnie will do? Uncle Donnie's a nut. He might pardon this lady tomorrow for all we know. I mean, he's been handing out he pardoned, pardons left and yeah, right. Yeah, he pardoned that. Um, I mean, I know the guy was dead, but um, Jack, was it Jack Johnson? Was Jack that his name? Johnson, the boxer? yeah. I mean, I know it's, it's long overdue, but. Um, yeah, because he was it's totally. About the honor, yeah, right? He was railroaded, you know. Uh, why, why didn't Obama pardon him? I know that well, he, he was he pardoned, under him. He, well, he was too busy, you know, pardoning Chelsea Manning. I guess. Yeah, that was important for him. You I know, guess. That fucking traitorous motherfucking piece of it. shit got a pardon. Yeah. So here's the thing. I, I get where you're, where you're going with this, and it doesn't matter. Like, I'm, I'm not a fan of the Kardashians. I'll oh, I'm not that, either. I'm know? just saying the fucking world's turned upside down. It's a, it is weird. It, making policies. <laughs> the Kardashians are now making policies. Well, you know, you read that article. And, and it's and not... It, it's, it's, actually, it's actually pretty uh, a pretty intelligent... Um, um, what do you call it? theory and, and you know uh, wanting to to get there? It's not it's not something stupid. Well, no, and I, that's the thing, right? There's I want to make sure to everybody knows this. Our country really needs prison reform. Yeah, we have more people incarcerated in this country than any other country in the planet, and we're supposed to be you know the land of the free, home of the brave, most developed you know society on the planet or whatever, right? But our prison system 
is fucked. Our justice system is fucked. And, you know, we're at a point now where, you know, law enforcement officers, they can't win for nothing. Yeah. You're, either, you're either damned or you're not, yeah. right? In most cases, you're damned. Because, I mean, they're, first of all, they, they put them in way too many, they make them wear too many responsibilities, right? Right. You can't be a psychologist, uh, EMS technician, a family counselor, law enforcement, like all these things they, they face, and they're not trained for it properly. So they're already, like, you know, enforcing the laws of one hand behind their back. And then you have a prosecution system that's, that is judged on conviction rate and not accuracy. Right. So if you're a prosecutor out there, you're, you're getting judged on how many people you convict. So you're, you're, you're not only – you've gone from like, okay, now look, I'm not enforcing the law to I just want to win. And then the, pu- the public defender is totally like undermanned and undermined by the fact they don't have the same resources. Right. And you think yeah. about it, a, a prosecutor <laughs> has the entire law enforcement mechanism on its side yeah. to investigate, to gather evidence. The county attorney and you know, all those It has folks, all yeah. those resources to help it, but the public attorney doesn't. And it's funny how even TV – or you know even the stories you hear about they always represent these guys or girls like as you know broke yeah. poor they're wearing shitty shoes because it's true it, it is it's they, like they, they don't it's like have public the school teachers yeah. they, they got to use their own money a yeah. lot of times for resources and the other thing too is like this country is the greatest country on the planet i'm not bad mouthing america i'm just saying we need to fix some shit right yeah, but we the, have more more people in prison than the next 7 countries below us put together right that's amazing and you know a lot of it is a, bad a lot of the people in prison aren't even what i would consider hardened criminals Some i mean we're just waiting harsh drug laws people are using getting caught with dimes you know things like but another big component of it is too is the mental health there are a lot of people in prison that committed a crime some of them violent some of them not so violent that are actually suffering from mental illness and for whatever reason didn't find the help that they needed in the civilian life and so then they get locked up and i'll tell you what it's hilarious and also tragic is and this is coming back to my EMS days if fire EMS runs on a call and it's some type of psycho mental health issue whatever they take that person to the ER the ER is not equipped to deal with that yeah and so what ends up happening is they end up calling the police and where do the police take them they lock them up in the county yeah. and so this person is having a mental crisis, doesn't get any help, and so then the easiest thing in our country is to just throw them in jail, right? And then you 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 put on the top of that, you add to that, all these private prisons. There are private <laughs> companies locking people yeah. up. That's where they make their money. money. So now you have a complex then where you got the lobbyists. You have private guards running private prisons, and when that prisoner is in the uh, facility rehabilitation there's no incentive for it because if they do a good job and they rehabilitate this person then they're not coming back yeah but if they punish that person put them in a hole create you know bad conditions and things like that that person is more likely to offend and guess what that revenue stream is more likely to return to that so you know i don't think kim kardashian necessarily is the uh is the best person to be taking up this crusade but she's bringing up a good point but she brought up some some good things and the, the the thing that i think about it is it's all for nothing because if you read this article in the New York Post, you're going to go from Kim Jong Rump, Rump meets Trump, Kim Thong Un, all this crap about how basically what a socialite cartoon character this broad is. And then the next <laughs> sentence will be like, she is the modern female architect for American society. What the fuck? So you can't take this article you serious. Yeah. You can't take you know, her serious. But if you wanted to be a good American... And you wanted to learn some lessons and and move on from this, or in a positive way, you should you should take out two things. One, she's using her her actual platform for something good. Yeah. And instead of being a divisive person, 
and buying into the anger and the hate and the separation or whatever you want to call it, the division of society, she's reaching out to the president and he's doing the same. He's entertaining this discussion in, in a way that, you know, that's what you want your president to do. And everybody said, oh, that's great. That's what Obama did very well, you know, and I'm not comparing the two, but that's your lesson. Don't talk shit about this leader, the government, whatever it is that's bothering you and do nothing. Have, have the stones to do, get up there. Right or wrong, at least she's doing it. And I still don't like yeah. her. I'm still not going to watch her shit. And if my daughter ever emulated Kim, you know, Kim Kardashian and I'm, I'm fucking ending it, it's over. You know, <laughs> we're done. We're checking out of this motherfucker and she's going to be a nun. Yeah, but I agree with you, man. At least she's doing something. And, uh, yeah, don't be afraid, man. I don't care what side of the, uh, the line you're on, uh, what politics uh, you uh, play for. Um, you know, if you want something done, use the leaders that you have and, and get the shit done, man. Don't be afraid to um, get get a little dirty. Don't be afraid of hard work. Um, utilize the tools that you have. And you're right. She's using her tools, right? And uh, her assets, if you will. There it is. There it was. I was just waiting. I was in you my head over counting down for the joke. You know what, though? It, it, is, uh, it is called clickbait. So a lot of times they do that shit just so that people can hit it. Uh, no pun intended. Well, the New York Post is a glorified, <laughs> you know, gossip rag. Yeah, it's yeah. not like, you know, I mean, all media today is kind of circling the drain or whatever. But but if you listen to our podcast, we talk the truth. So share this. Spread the word. This is what's going to help prison reform. This podcast Yeah, today, when this shit's worked out in 200 eyes. years, remember, we started it here first. Yes. We, we were the driving here. force behind prison. So make sure you share this shit. All right. So before we, we, we move on, I do want to talk about... Um, Veterans Night 4 as well. Uh, that is coming up next weekend on June 9th. Uh, the monastery in which Mesa. Is, which is not an actual monastery, just so you know. Yeah, it is. A, We're not partying a, with a bunch of monks. It is a bar, although there is a big fat monk, a statue of one at the front. Didn't we um, agree that was Daniel Maloney's it likeness? It wasn't. We figured out it, it wasn't? wasn't Daniel. I thought it was not, Daniel Maloney's it, likeness. It's not him. No. I thought it was like a, a statue they made when they took those pictures of him in Haiti doing, Yo, all no, that, no, doing no, the Lord's yeah, work. Doing the, no, it's not. It's not Daniel. Uh, we found out. But um, it is going to be Saturday, uh, June 9th, starting at 6. Uh, That's 1,800 we, hours for you veteran types. For you. Um, Don't yeah. show up at 0600 going, where the fuck is Mario? <laughs> yeah, 1,800. You're right. Absolutely. They probably won't be open that early anyway. So if you don't know where it is, um, I don't know the address right now, man. Like I said earlier, Google, Google that shit. We'll or, post it on their page, too. It is. It's been posted like 50 billion times, man. And we've had a lot of people share it. If you haven't shared it, please share it. The flyer's on there. It's got our logo. It's got Alpha Dog Firearms on there. It's got Grunt Style. It's got... Uh, who else does it have? Uh, I'm sorry, what? not Grunt Style. It has... Uh, who is that? Uh, we'll look it up. Look, look at the flyer. One of those goddamn veteran T-shirt companies. Uh, yeah, and uh, Scrub Status. That's what it is. Scrub, scrub status. status. Is that an EMS company? Uh, no, no, it's not Scrubs that you think. Like Scrubs? I thought it was like I got to put my Scrubs on no, and go no, work. No, well, you know, no. Maloney's into that shit. So no, you're right. It's a, a I, I figured he, like you a know, scrub. he's resourceful. I figured he's got a Scrub Connect somewhere. I ain't got no Scrub. Whatever. Stop. Fucking stop. <laughs> there will be no TLC on this broadcast. <laughs> Uh, anyways, so look at the flyer. Share the flyer. It's got the address, the time, and everything. The monastery, June 9th, 6 o'clock, 1800 for you veteranos. It's going to be hot as fuck. And we are going to be doing a podcast live uh, that night. And uh, we're also going to have a uh, apparently uh, two of our ladies are... Uh, are going to be this has not been confirmed by the way they're putting together a game 
a nice little fun drinking game based on our podcast that if it goes well, they will uh, put this out, the rules out there so that you guys can follow along. By the way, the, the rules are still illegal with as are the uh, the waivers. You know what's so funny? If is we get those back by I, the fifth or sixth, then we should be able because you're going to need a waiver for this shit. I, I don't know about that because when I put it out to the You Might Be a Better NIF guys, they were all over it. So No, I'm saying like they need a waiver though. Because if it's anything like I think it's going to be, there's going to be some drunk motherfuckers. Why are you being so negative? I'm right not now? being negative. I just don't want to get sued. Well, let's not talk about it here because now you're giving people ideas. Yeah, what if, you know, last time we did this, what happened? I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> Thank you. You know, but you know who does? I'll tell you who knows. Maricopa County Sheriff remembers. Listen, we're going to be They've safe. They've been using it as a training incident since. We're going to be safe. <laughs> Uh, anybody who drinks does not drive. Uh, you're oh, around a no. bunch of people. We will kill you. That yeah, if they don't kill you, we will kill you. So um, this is going to be a safe place. Uh, we want people to have fun, uh, be uh, surrounded by a bunch of uh, like-minded folks. And you know what else? I put it out there earlier, but it, it is a great way to network as well. So a lot of us meet through Facebook and social media. But if you're looking for a job, if you're looking for resources. If you've been wanting to punch Mario or yeah, Abe in the face, that, this is your chance. This is your chance. Or if you want a job and you got you know somebody that you know has worked somewhere uh, that you're interested in or that does something that might be able to help you, this is the place to meet them. I know it sounds like it's a joke because we're going to be hanging out drinking, but a lot of things have been done over a beer. The Declaration of Independence was signed over beer and nachos, believe it or not. So With guac. With guac. Extra, because they went extra. You can't fucking... You can't create the greatest nation on the planet no, without, without guac. guacamole. Exactly. I mean, you're just starting off on the wrong foot. So, with that being said, um, come out, man. If anything, just hang out for a little bit. Meet some people. Uh, play the drinking game. Yeah, play the drinking game. And if shit fun. goes anywhere the way I think it's going to be... We got a great connection with a paralegal that can help you file your paperwork the next day for divorce as well. Very cheap. Very cheap. But, in a, you know, real close member of the show here. Keeps us from having to get sued. So, so check that out. Check it but out. Have you fun. You know what? I, I want to talk about that party, yeah. though, um, because it's hot as fuck in the desert. Yeah. And from what I can tell, there's going to be copious amounts of alcohol. Yeah. And I'm worried. I'm worried about you. And then I, the NCO in me is like, I, I think I need to... I know where you're going. I think I need to sit everybody around and we need to talk about this. Let's so I, do I, it. I can protect you. All right. Huh. Looks like we got ourselves a genius here. What are you, some kind of rocket surgeon? Tasks, conditions, and standards. Your other left. We're going to go over FM 6-22. Hey, high speed. You're going to learn today. Sergeant's time. All right, so hot as fuck. Um, if you've never been to the monastery, it's kind of an indoor-outdoor. they got a huge, basically a giant backyard, big enough to where they have outdoor boxing matches and things there. They do um, volleyball too, right? Yeah, volleyball and they got an outdoor horseshoes. grill, horseshoes. Um, they're going to be serving lots of beer. There's going to be drink specials a whole night, right? But it is going to be 100-plus degrees. And I know how you veterans are. You like to get up and early, up and at them, start doing shit, so you'll probably start pounding booze at like 8 a.m. You know, you'll be that guy. One of you, there's at least one of you that's going to be that guy sunburnt and already hammered when you walk in the door at 6. <laughs> and by 6.05, we're going to be saying, hey, do you need an Uber? So there's a lot of bad things that can happen You're to you. You're not playing. No, you can fuck around, man. <laughs> Tip of the spear, right? So what I want to talk to you about is how to drink, how to get your drink on, how to get turned all the way up, 
and still maintain good hydration levels so that you don't suffer from heat stroke or heat exhaustion or some other type of heat casualty. And so, heaven forbid, you do have to get up in the morning on Sunday for, I don't know, kids, maybe a job, whatever. You actually don't look like a bag of shit, right? And um, so I broke it down into a few steps. It's very easy. First, and the most easiest way to uh, keep from getting dehydrated while you're drinking in the summer is to prehydrate. So if you're going to go out on uh, 1,800 hours on Saturday, you want to start pounding water 12 hours prior. So Drink water! So 6 a.m. in the morning, just start drinking water. You want to, or even you can do it 24 hours. Do it at 1800 the day before. But you want to get a good hydrated body before you start introducing your alcohol because alcohol is a diuretic. It's going to start drying you out. And we tried to get an IV tent set up at the place, but for liability reasons, the monastery won't let us sit there and hook each other up with IVs if we have a little too much. So first and foremost, prehydrate. Now, another good way to maintain hydration levels after you prehydrate is go one for one. Drink a beer, drink a water. Not drink a beer, drink a shot, okay? I mean, <laughs> damn it. Pump your brakes, SA. All right, so one on one. Make sure that you have a glass of water. Or if you're like Mario, he's pretty much a fucking camel at this point. So maybe, you know, six beers, one water. Do something. At least once an hour, have a glass of water, right? Um,. Here's another thing. And for, I, re- I retain a lot of water is what he's trying to say. Especially certain times of the month. I'm, I'm a big guy. And then um, this this number three, right? So for you purists out there, this may hurt your feelings a little bit, okay? And oh, it, no. it may be blasphemous, but listen to me. Put your shit on the rocks. You know, there's nothing wrong with uh, getting an ice cube or two in your whiskey. You know, if you're taking a shot, really not going to help you much. But, you know, put some put that alcohol on ice. There's nothing wrong with it. Put it on the rocks. Let the water melt into it. And, you know, despite public opinion, in certain cases, a couple of ice cubes and a glass of whiskey are great because it actually enhances the flavor of the whiskey and draws out some of the other undertones. <laughs> See that whiskey snob right I there? I like the way you said that and you made your hands. I did the hands to let everybody know that I'm fucking fancy, right? I'm going to take a picture of that hand thing so I can post it. Undertones. What is that it's, again? Yeah, you're going to... the. the more of the earthy notes and undertones of the whiskey. Earthy notes and undertones. That should be the name of this episode. Earthy tones and un- wait, what? Either that or Kim Song Un. Earthy tones and undertoes. Yeah, What'd you say? undertoes. Like <laughs> you're fucked, dude. You're fucked. All right, here's another thing. Remind me later. Snack it up, right? Yeah. So instead of going for the uh, the beer nuts and the pretzels, switch it up a little bit. Do some, you know, tomatoes and veggies. You know, a little tray like that because. The vegetables and the fruit will naturally hydrate your body. And you don't know you're hydrating. You just think, yeah, I got some ranch dip here and my celery sticks, and you're good to go. So that's another easy way to do it. Um, another thing, try drinking Bloody Marys. What? Bloody Mary is good for you. It's got vitamins. It's got nutrients. It's not like the Eagle Eggs, the Eagle Eggs Mario. This has nutrients. This will keep you. <laughs> I love you know, Eagle Eggs. Yeah, get a Bloody Mary on the rocks. Just hook it up. And then also, what do you have in the Bloody Mary? You got those vegetables. Got those leafy greens that naturally hydrate the body. Depends on where you get this Bloody Mary. I've been places where they put a chicken wing on top, where they got the veggies. Yeah, they but got you, the, you got the celery the and the tomato juice and all yes. that. So You know, and if you don't want a Bloody Mary, you're Mexican like me and Mario, just have a michelada. Man, people use that to wake up the next yeah, day. big clamato and like a half a Dos Equis, you're good to go. <laughs> Which brings me to my next one. Pick a good beer. So all you haters out there that don't like your Miller Lights and your Coors Lights and you're like, I only drink IPAs and blah, blah, I'm going to fucking amber this. Or even if you're talking about my beloved Guinness, it's fucking summertime in Arizona, 110 degrees. 
Coors Light is your best friend. It, there's a reason <laughs> they call it the world's most refreshing beer, right? But cautionary tale, right? Just because it's light doesn't mean instead of drinking 15, now you kill the whole 30-pack, okay? Because you're just shooting yourself in the foot, all right? Drink a lighter beer. It's easier. It keeps you from dehydrating as fast. So these big, hoppy, weedy beers, it's like drinking a glass of bread. It's going to fucking dehydrate you a lot quicker because it's got all those sugars and malts and all that crazy shit in it, right? Now, for the ladies, because I know I'm like talking and ladies like, well, what do I do? What do I do? You like your daiquiris, you like your margaritas, all that shit. So what you want to do is... Get your man, of course, like... Is that, are you saying, what yeah. should the ladies get their man? I'm saying, like, what you should be drinking is you should just be getting your man a drink. Right, that's what I'm saying. And while you're doing that, while you're done with that... you so want listen to, up, Crystal, This you're is, driving. This is your opportunity to get out your magic bullets. <laughs> I'm joking. To get your blenders out. <laughs> Instead of going to the store and buying those pre-mixed sugary bullshit slushies... Get some fresh fruit out. Make them at home. Make your own drinks because they'll have way less sugar in them that way. They'll still taste delicious, and they won't dehydrate you as quickly. So you like them fruity drinks? Really go after it, right? Now, here's for, the, here's for my DDs, my designated drivers. So you guys being good battle buddies, maybe you don't want to drink water all day, especially not at the monastery while everybody's drinking and carrying on. A good substitute would be a good iced tea. Could be a green tea, could be a black tea, whatever, but a decaffeinated one. And why do you want decaffeinated? Well, one, you don't want to be all jittery because you will be drinking tons in the sun. But two, caffeine will also dehydrate you. So find a good iced tea, put some lemons in it, you know, keep it on the ice, ice cold, and you'll be good. Now here, this is for all my English people, all the Brits that want to come out. And, um, you know, you like your you like your gin and tonics. You like your gin and tonic, your little Tanqueray and tonic, you know, that kind of shit. Mm, okay, got it up. What you want to do is replace the tonic water and the soda water with just sparkling water. Because the sparkling water will actually hydrate you. So if you find those cans of like LaCroix yes. and Polar and all these new flavors coming out, get rid of the tonic water, use the sparkling water, put your booze in there, and it will actually... Who drinks tonic water? I people hate, who drink gin and tonics or, or tonic vodka water. tonics. They drink the vodka tonics. Tonic water tastes like a skunk's asshole. And he speaks from experience, by the way, ladies that, and gentlemen. That fucking rubbed his asshole in duck shit after the duck ate Indian food. That's that would explain the cur- like. that would explain the curry and the extra flies, right? That's what tonic water tastes like. <laughs> so, in other words, Mario doesn't drink water. Not tonic. Not water. tonic water. Sparkling water. He though. likes the sparkling. He likes that Lacroix passion fruit berry blend. I like that normal shit with a little bit of uh, Shivas. A little Shivas. Shivas and Again, soda. What step was that? That was step number three. Put your booze on the rocks, right? Soda with rocks, man. There you go. He's staying hydrated. He's not going to be falling out because, you know what? You don't want to be that guy that falls out halfway through the party and then has to go sleep in the back of a hot car and get further dehydrated and then eventually need medical attention. And while we will have people of the EMS community there and former medics and stuff, they're not there to help you. Fuck, no. They're going to draw dicks on your forehead. Yeah, they're there to get drunk. So don't be that guy. Don't fall out. Just like you don't want to be the guy falling out of the ruck march. Remember to wear your PT belt because yes. it will be dark. Um, have a good time. And um, as always, listen to what I say. Do what I do, <laughs> not as I do. All right? And as we head out, remember your safety briefings, okay? Don't take away from the population. Don't add to the population. Stay out of the news. Stay out of jail. Stay out of the... What was the last one? There's uh, news, jail... 
Stay out of my pants. And the internet. Oh, yeah. Stay off, stay off the internet. Yes. A, don't go home and take some Ambien to try to sleep yeah. and then go tweeting. No drugs. And <laughs> don't, remember, if don't, you... Don't tweet. And if you find yourself in jail, <laughs> just find the biggest <laughs> motherfucker there and knock him off the top deck and establish yeah. dominance. Just because you're drunk and on Ambien doesn't make you the right to say racist things. Yeah. Ambien does not cause racism. <laughs> And you know, remember neither does, too, Co- neither does Coors Light, so no excuse. No, nope, and I don't know is not an excuse. I didn't know. I didn't know, just like always, man. So, hey, man, this was fun. It was entertaining. It was uh, actually uh, very good information. You motherfuckers better pay attention because that shit is legit. He's right. Um, let's party safe. Let's have fun with this. So, um, that's great. You know, hey, you bring up a good point, though, because it is legit information. I'm born and raised in the desert. I yeah. fought in the desert, and not once have I ever had a heat casualty injury. So this yeah. has been backed up by 40 years plus of experience and, you know, research. Yeah. And if you don't trust them, Google that shit, and I guarantee you the same stuff will come up. So. You know what? And then just we're in honor of Mr. Miyagi, I'm being a war hero. <laughs> I was wrong. I admit when I was wrong. There you go. I thought he was a... I thought he was a Jap. I thought, no, was, I, I, I thought I recognized that 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 George Washington. I don't know, man, I'm gonna go watch the heart. movie because I I, I gotta the purple look heart? at the no, but the photos that he showed looked like he was in the Japanese army. So maybe yeah, I, you know, no. I took some ambient and yeah, I got ra- I got he, racist. Maybe he did. Yeah. <laughs> maybe there is something to that and, shit. And I, I thought I remember seeing the Medal of Honor. I don't remember, I don't know, but I know for sure there was a purple heart because I think he gives them the purple. Well, heart. it's WikiLeaks, so yeah. So who knows? It's got to be true. Who knows? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's got to be true. Well, with that said, man, it is 175 degrees outside right now, so I better get home before uh, uh, it gets even hotter and my car melts. My friend, anything else you want to say for today? I think it was a great show, dude. Hey, yeah, just come out, come out next week. Let's get down. Let's do some damage. Um, yeah. Have fun. And um, come by the booth and see us. We will be broadcasting live. So if you want to be internet famous, come come see us. Yeah, and check out Fallen 360 for the address, the flyers, any other information. We've got a ton of stuff on there as well, not just the podcast. We've got a lot of good stuff out there as well. So uh, for Abe uh, Hayden, Mr. Miyagi McCann. <laughs> That's right. Fuck that motherfucker. You know, you, 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 there was like a mid of the show revelation there. Like you totally changed me around because I had That's to research cool. and then. That's but, good. No. but you know what you said? No. Got, what you, where you got me was when you're like, he probably had PTSD. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, fuck. Let it me just, see that. It all brought it together. Let me look back so at Danielson it. was like his service animal. Kind of. He, he trained him. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> he trained him and was like, this is how I deal with PTS. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. He had Daniel as a, as a service He's animal. He's a service Italian. We just, we, just, we just hit a whole new level, dude. And I I want to follow up on that. Yeah. Hey, stay tuned on Fawn 360 for some new. He's got to get him a vest that says, don't feed the guinea. He's a service animal. <laughs> Oh man, my mind's going right now. So, anyways, all right, man. Let me well, go so I'm getting the fuck out of here. For okay, so I got now shit to do. Now your name is for Abe. Uh, Change my mind, McCann. <laughs> I'm Mario Aguirre, and we are out of here, dude. That is fucking. That was hilarious. That was-